while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News On The Go. I'm Mark Fry, and this is the 830 On The Go for Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Hennepin County Sheriff Dewana Witt is weighing in on encampments in Minneapolis. Minnesota U.S. Senator Tina Smith is detailing work yet to be done before the holiday break. And after 11 years teaching music to underprivileged kids, a North Minneapolis music school called Hopewell is being displaced. We'll begin, though, with Minnesota's new state flag. The Minnesota Emblems and Redesign Commission made their choice, but not without some tension at today's meeting. Let's just make a... Which are, which are we looking at? Some people still like the green. In the end, it's a blue, abstract shape of Minnesota with a white eight-pointed star in the middle. The rest of the flag is a solid, lighter color blue. The final design concept did feature three stripes. Secretary of State Steve Simon says there had been complaints from the public that those stripes made it look too much like flags of other countries. I'll note that the Iowa flag is basically the French flag with a logo in the middle of it, but I don't hear people saying that the French are taking over Iowa. The new flag and state seal will be formally adopted on May 11th, the 166th anniversary of Minnesota becoming a state. Al Schock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison is among a group of attorneys general that have reached a $700 million settlement with Google. The settlement concerns Google's Play Store and a lawsuit filed in 2021 that accused the tech giant of unfairly restricting competition within its store and taking huge cuts of payments from companies forced to use Google billing in the app. $630 million of the settlement will go to consumers who made purchases on the Google Play Store between August of 2015 and September of this year. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. In other news, Minneapolis police say one person is in custody after a shooting left a 43-year-old woman dead Sunday evening in the Linden Hills neighborhood. The 50-year-old suspect was arrested last night in Golden Valley and is being held on probable cause murder. Families identified the woman killed Sunday evening as Kesha Moore. Meanwhile, Minneapolis police continue to investigate a weekend incident in which three underage women ended up at HCMC claiming someone drugged their drinks at a Dinkytown bar. According to the police report the women were drinking at Blarney Pub and Grill near the University of Minnesota when they experienced similar symptoms of illness and alcohol-related issues. One of the women told officers she began feeling sick after consuming an alcoholic drink given to her by another person. Minneapolis police are not commenting on the case at this point. At least two of the women who went to the hospital were under 21 in Minnesota. You can call 911 for a health or safety concern and not get in trouble for underage drinking. Meanwhile, Hennepin County Sheriff Dewana Witt is weighing in on encampments as Minneapolis works to close prominent Camp Nenekasi in South Minneapolis. The camp was set to close today, but was delayed as camp leaders and social service providers develop a plan to safely shut it down. Hennepin County Sheriff Dewana Witt told WCCO's Adam and Jordana encampments are a hazard to the community. Encampments, they're just not safe. Um, there's a lot of things where we've seen in the news where there's uh, the violence, trafficking, drugs, and things like that are, yep. are going on. However, we also need to be sensitive that the people that are there also have this sense of community. And why is that? The city has not disclosed a new closure date for the camp. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. There's less than two weeks to go before the end of the year, and members of the U.S. Senate still have a lot of unfinished business. I try to channel my frustration into um, being useful and productive, but of course it is frustrating, but it also is quite complicated. Minnesota U.S. Senator Tina Smith says it's likely they won't finish work on the southern border security update before Christmas Eve. For 
you know, 15, 20 years, we have, um, the United States has not updated or improved um, our um, immigration laws. And as a result, they are just, the, the whole system is, is not working. Smith telling Vanita Sakhar on the WCCO Morning News she expects work to resume next week or right after the new year begins. With milder temperatures, ice fishing on Minnesota lakes has become precarious. Case in point, over the weekend, the winds picked up and the ice shifted on Upper Red Lake, leaving a group of people stranded. DNR spokesperson, Nicole Biaggi. We've had above average temperatures throughout the state, which has made it really hard for, you know, solid new ice to form. And it's also been an issue for maintaining that ice that has formed. She says when it freezes and then thaws and then freezes again, it creates weak ice. And then we also have seen really strong winds and the wind can quickly deteriorate ice, especially earlier in the season or later in the season when you have thinner ice or weaker ice. She says if you do find yourself stranded, call 911 and make sure you have a life jacket and an ice pick with you as you wait to be rescued. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Metropolitan Airports Commission approving an ordinance banning the smoking or vaporizing of cannabis on airport property, even in smoking areas. The new rule does not apply to cannabis edibles or beverages. While the drug is now legal for recreational use in Minnesota, it's a bit of a tricky situation at airports since cannabis is still illegal federally. With so many states now legalizing cannabis, a federal legal designation is being discussed, but nothing has changed. Yet. That's WCCO's Laura Oaks reporting. The Minnesota Gophers are preparing to play in the Quick Lane Bowl the day after Christmas with a quarterback with a lot on his mind. Cole Kramer was getting married and planning to move to Arizona to look for a full-time job when he got the call. The Eden Prairie native had just spent five years at the University of Minnesota and thought he was done. And then Ethan Kaliak-Manis entered the transfer portal November 28th and the team needed a quarterback. As a kid that grew up in Minnesota, uh, you know, that was my dream ever since I was little. Um, so, you know, it was an obvious yes, and, um, you know, just can't wait to get out there with the guys I've been with the past four to five years, you know, um, and get an opportunity to play. The Gophers face Bowling Green on December 26th. A former Edina High School and Wisconsin basketball standout lost his battle to cancer late last week. He scored more points than anyone in Edina basketball history and walked on at Wisconsin to help the Badgers to a Big Ten championship. It was announced yesterday that Walt McGrory died of bone cancer about two years after he was first diagnosed with the disease. Despite aggressive treatment that included a partial leg amputation, Wisconsin coach Greg Gard said in a statement that McGrory made the most of his circumstances by sharing his journey and inspiring others. Gard called McGrory a beloved member of the Badger family. Walt McGrory was 24 years old. Al Shock, News Talk A3O-WCCO. And after 11 years teaching music to underprivileged kids, a North Minneapolis music school called Hopewell is being displaced. The school's mission? To make learning music more accessible. We reside in North Minneapolis and a lot of our students and families are from North Minneapolis. Um, and anyone can come here. And the great thing is we offer scholarships. We're one of the few music schools that offers a sliding scale tuition. But the 12 instructors, 13 instruments, and just over 100 students must relocate because their current lease will terminate by year's end. However, development officer James Haas and the students remain optimistic. They're excited to continue taking lessons, to continue doing music. They're excited to see where where our next space is going to be and what opportunities that brings. And that's WCCO's Ari Bergeron. Thanks for listening to 830 On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go on all of our podcasts at wccoradio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app.
the Mark Fry News Talk 830 WCCO.